The brilliant horizon is expansive and breathtaking. We take a moment to pause and reflect on the future ahead of us. We see it's filled with infinite possibilities. It does require us to take the first step of faith to move forward. The journey calls to an irresistible drawing of desire deep in your soul, beckoning you ever forward. We're filled with hope and possibility. You must deeply engage in your faith to propel you into inspired action. Come engage with Jennifer Duza and Karen Smith as they lead, encourage, and inspire you through life's pivotal choices. We will focus on leadership, mindset, business, entrepreneurship, faith, abundance, and building your dreams. Jennifer and Karen's personal stories will make you think, laugh, be inspired, deepen your faith, and help you fulfill your own God-given callings. The world needs your gifts and talents. They lie ahead on your brilliant horizon. Welcome to today's episode. Hello, Brilliant Horizons listeners. How are you guys today? How are you, Karen? I am doing great. I hope everyone out there is just feeling good today and ready to learn and ready to go. Well, as I sit here watching a beautiful snowstorm roll in, welcoming spring into Colorado. It's the season of new opportunities and new hope. And then here in Colorado, we just get dumped on with feet of snow, which is why our spring skiing is so fabulous. Right? We'll just put in a little ad for our ski resorts here. (laughs) All right. Well, today we wanted to really jump in here and talk about one of the topics that Karen, you actually, I don't know if you know this or not, but you were the first one to really talk to me about a poverty mindset. And I remember one of our early calls that we were having you were talking about poverty mindset and how that affects people. And I wrote it down and put it on a little sticky note and put it up on my bulletin board in my office because it was that constant reminder of not just when I was in a a coaching call with a client, but even for myself, a reminder of, am I in a poverty mindset? Mm-hmm. Today's episode is going to be really fun. This is a topic that's really been important in my own life, but also I love helping people learn this concept. And really, even when I spoke at our national conference about how to not engage in the poverty versus prosperity thinking, and it's such a key point that most people don't have any idea that they're actually engaging in poverty thinking or that it is actually slowing down their dreams and the wealth and abundance that's meant to come their way. So today, as you listen to our episode, you might hear some things from a totally different perspective than you're used to. This would be a good one if you like to take notes to grab a pen or paper. And you might have to listen to this one a couple of times because you might initially think that you don't have a poverty mindset, but I'm going to give you a couple of things to understand what it is and what it isn't. And then also how you can implement more of a prosperity consciousness as we go forward. Yeah, this is going to be a great one to listen to if you are wanting more growth, more love, more money, security, safety. Gosh, I want a big house. I want a new car. Well, we're going to tell you the secret and how to get there. And it's so true and it's okay to want things. And I talk about a poverty consciousness. This isn't just about your actual physical financial dollars. Maybe you don't have enough dollars or euros, yen or real, and you want more. But it's also about how you view your relationships, how you view your dreams, and even how you view your overall health and possibilities in life. And so when we talk about a poverty mindset or poverty thinking or poverty consciousness, those are kind of interchangeable terms. So however I use those today, just kind of keep that in 
mind. Poverty mindset completely limits your abundance. And when I talk about abundance, I don't just mean financial wealth. It is your health. It's your relationships. It is the prosperity of your business, the possibilities of your business, or anything that you have a desire to bring forth, but you keep telling yourself that you can't. The one thing I always give my clients to do when they're first learning to identify this in their life is how many times in a day do you say, I can't, or that can't be done. We think about when we're teaching a small child how to engage in things or try things and they're like, I can't do it. And you're like, yes, you can just try again. Well, the thing is, is we get to adulthood and we get that I can't attitude and word in our vocabulary and nobody calls us on it or very few will. Uh, Now, if you work with a coach or a trainer, they'll call you on it. But a lot of times your own coworkers or boss or even your family members won't say anything because they might be in the same piece. Or how many times have you worked on a project where you're the new person in the room And the other 10 people are like, well, we can't do that. We've tried it or that's never been done before. That's all poverty thinking. It's saying there's no possibility here. What we forget is there's no poverty in God. That's not our natural birthright is to be in poverty. And that's poverty in the way you think and you act and you behave and how you carry things out. Also, do you have poverty in your relationship? How many times are you criticizing your spouse or a coworker or yourself? Many of us struggle with self-image issues and you'll say things like, I can't get my exercise in or somebody else's dreams will always come true or I can't lose weight or I can't earn that trip that my company's having the incentive trip. I'll never be wealthy. Or how many times do you find yourself saying really critical things about financially wealthy people? that's too much for that person to have, or I can't believe they have that, or well, I wish I was that. All of that is negative poverty thinking. And what we fail to recognize is that that actually keeps us wired and mired in poverty because whatever you think about, you create. So remember, everything is created twice, first in the mind and then in your physical reality. This is the natural law of thinking. So if you continue to have poverty thoughts, how many of you have a drama embroiled in your relationship? And maybe it's with one specific person, or maybe it's a consistency of all your relationships. Well, do you believe that every relationship has to have drama? You're co-creating that. This might be the first time you're hearing this, but it's the same thing of if you struggle to hang on to money that you've earned. The reality is, is money does not stay where it's not wanted. And if you talk about money in a very negative and poverty way, it will absolutely move away from you. It's one of the natural laws of money. Do you want hang around a person who feels like Sally Sunshine or Debbie Downer. You can sense the energy between the two. I don't know about you, but I'd much rather hang out with Sally Sunshine than Debbie Downer, right? Yes. I want to be a Sally for sure. (laughs) As you begin to switch your thinking about this, it's the same thing with your own generosity, with your money. How many times do you find yourself saying, well, I had to pull myself up by my bootstraps. They can too. Or, well, maybe if he'd do some work, he wouldn't be poor. I can't have that because I don't have a college degree, or I don't have this certification, or I don't work in corporate, or I am not an entrepreneur, or I've never written a book, or I've never won a league championship. Anytime you say those things, you just keep creating more and more of that poverty. And that's exactly where you'll stay. It was really interesting. I used to dance as a kid. And I remember my teacher was trying to teach me this new dance step. And I, for the life of me, was just not grasping the concept of Mm -hmm. how I moved my feet in a certain way. And I kept saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. And she was getting so frustrated with me that I kept saying, I can't because I didn't grasp the the difference between I can't and I can't 
yet. My feet haven't learned that yet. I didn't understand. It wasn't making sense. She kept saying, if you can't, you can't. And I was just like, what? I, I don't even get that. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm telling you is I can't do that. <laughs> Well, and this is where if you're a parent or a leader or a teacher, even you have a really unique opportunity and responsibility to add more of a prosperity consciousness or mindset to your people you're teaching, because sometimes we get so wired in that, that we need someone from the outside to tell us, Hey, you can do that. Or maybe you don't have it yet. And you brought up a key piece by adding one word, not yet. That yet word is wonderful. So sometimes if I'm feeling a little bit down, maybe because I haven't realized a dream, I'll always tell myself yet. I haven't realized it yet because it completely switches the mental energy as well as the physical energy around it. Because if you keep saying I can't, I won't, or I don't, you absolutely will stop the flow of how things come to you. You guys have seen this in corporations and businesses. How many times have you worked at a place where you're young and full of energy and everyone around you just seems like they've given up and they've gotten sucked in the company culture and nothing's going to change? Well, that's because that particular business or company has a poverty mindset. And I can tell you from working with entrepreneurs and huge corporate businesses that this is rampant everywhere. And so learn how to switch yourself more into the possibility or the prosperity mindset. Absolutely. My dance teacher kept saying, yes, you can. You can do that. And I was like, I'm telling you, I can't do that. So I think that key word of changing it to yet definitely makes a big distinction between saying, well, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. I think a piece people really miss these days in our very microwave and instant gratification society is that there is generally a time of practice and development that comes. You will look at the world famous ballerinas that dance in the Russian ballet and the New York ballet. Those ladies and gentlemen have been dancing their whole lives and they have been practicing and continuing it. It's just like great leaders or great teachers. They've been practicing their craft for a very, very long time. We sometimes also forget that it's called the natural law of gestation where there's a time for everything to develop. And it's the same when you're learning to stop having a poverty mindset and moving more into a prosperity mindset. So what does a prosperity mindset look like? How is that different? Is basically when you look at things around you, you choose to have a very uplifting, positive, and hopeful view on things. For example, if you see a friend get a promotion, you should celebrate that with them and be excited for them, not just on an outward verbal level, but also in your mental thinking. Because how many times have we verbally congratulated somebody, but inside we either went, oh man, I kind of suck. I'm not that good yet. Well, she thinks she's all that. And then some, you've slipped right back into the poverty mindset. So it's a good way to just catch yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Just observe the areas where you slid back into poverty mindset versus a prosperity mindset. Begin to look at things and see the good in stuff. If you haven't learned something yet, praise what you have learned. For example, when it comes to finances and money, this is something I work with clients on all the time is next time you walk into a store, instead of talking about all the things you cannot afford, say you're walking through a furniture store, see that beautiful leather sofa, just say in your mind, I can afford this. This would look nice in my house. Or the same thing when you see a beautiful house, say on HGTV or you're driving around an area, don't say, well, gosh, must be nice to be rich and live there. That's a poverty mindset. Instead say something like, oh, look at that beautiful home, all that creativity. The family who owns that's going to love living there. I look 
look forward to someday having that as well. If that's truly what you want. Don't say it if it's not what you want. Also, when you're working on projects, look for the good things that are out there. I remember being a leader in corporate America and there'd be days where I'd be struggling with a certain employee and I'd remind myself, find all the good stuff they did today and highlight that. (laughs) Because the more that we praise, the more things increase. Whatever you bless and whatever you're grateful for will increase. This is the natural law of increase. We spend so much time criticizing everything that we have gotten in this habit of this poverty mindset and we don't even realize it. Maybe you've been struggling in your direct sales business and you think, oh, well, I can't get anyone to host a show or the only way that people buy is if I give them my discount. Well, that's a poverty mindset. Instead, you can switch that over to, I'm so happy and grateful now that I get to help hosts have their own wonderful in-home or virtual get-together. I really help people change their lives through XYZ, whatever product or service that you sell. Same if you're selling insurance or homes, like you don't just sell a home to someone, a physical structure, you sell their future memories to them and focus on that kind of mindset and watch how you begin to interact with people differently. You will feel lighter and more energetic and you actually come across as being more service oriented and you will close more sales. People naturally want to work with someone who has that more generous thinking and ability to make it happen. The thing that we also have to remember is in the energetic space, like a garden hose. When I was a kid, I always drank out of the garden hose. That hose, that flow of water cut off or you would kink it to slow it down because maybe it was gushing out everywhere. In the energetic space, when we talk about poverty versus prosperity, it's like kinking the energetic hose of wealth. And when you are in that poverty mindset, you shut off all of that flow of wealth. And when you're in a prosperity mindset, you begin to look at everything with a mindset of it's possible. And this is where I love the word impossible. You break that down and it says, I'm possible. Start seeing the possibilities, dwell in possibility, see the options that are out there. In our last episode, we talked about resiliency and how businesses are adapting to things that have happened during the pandemic and even just in personal relationships and work, all those things. A big piece of resilience is seeing the possibility in everything. And if you begin to look at the possibilities, you will strengthen your muscle around prosperity thinking. I remember one of my friends was complaining about doing housework and our other friend said, what if you flipped that and made it? I am so blessed with a husband who I get to iron shirts for or do his laundry. I am so blessed because I have a family to cook for. I have a home that I get to clean. I have a home that I have to go out and shovel the walks for. (laughs) (laughs) It's about how you change that outlook of what you are seeing. Sometimes we say looking at life with rose-colored glasses. That's definitely what it is. What we think about, we bring about. If you are thinking of that dirty laundry that you have to do and, oh, I have to do laundry again. No, you get to do laundry for this beautiful family that you have. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And it's not denying the reality of things or saying that sometimes things are hard. It's just choosing to change your perspective on that. And some of our earlier episodes that we did on perspective and perception, a lot of that has to do with this. There are some ways that you can start implementing a better prosperity mindset versus poverty. The first step is just self-awareness. Notice what you're thinking about. When you see something really expensive that you would like, 
like to have, what's your first thought? If it's, I could never afford that, then switch that to, oh, I would love to have that, or I could have that. And it doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily go out and buy it, but just notice how you start tweaking your mindset. What are the things that you love about your current home versus a new home? And be able to bless and appreciate the home you're in, even if you're seeking a greater one. But always talk about things in, especially wealth items, Always and same with your health. Always be willing to talk about those in better ways than they are now, or in that not yet status there. And then also gratitude. A lot of people talk about gratitude but they don't understand the actual power of how gratitude works. A lot of us have a gratitude practice. Maybe we write down five things that we're thankful for, or we give a little prayer, but gratitude that becomes kind of like lighter fluid on a campfire is it's that deep, deep feeling of gratitude. Think about when somebody totally saved you, maybe on a work project, or maybe you were physically saved by someone in like in a car accident. And it's that overwhelming feeling and sense of gratitude for what you have or what was done or what was accomplished and engage in that feeling, that is what actually brings beautiful energy to receiving greater wealth. When you get your paycheck, do you have the attitude of, well, they owed me? Or do you have the attitude of, wow, I am so happy and grateful for this paycheck. And I'm so happy and grateful that it affords me the things that I have. It pays my mortgage or my car payment, or maybe it's allowing me to travel or have things that I want for my kids. Give gratitude for those things that are in your life. Also give gratitude and pray and bless the employer that you work for. Always be praising things. The law of increase is a natural law of wealth that the more that you praise something, the more you'll see of it. And it's It's such a simple concept, but we do not do this at all. As you're giving your gratitude, also give praise and thankfulness for the things that are to come in the future. Bless the place that you work. If you are an entrepreneur, bless and pray for your business. If you work for a large corporation, bless the place where you work. Ask that it prosper and that you can do good things with that. If you are in a relationship, good or bad, pray and bless that relationship. Praise that person for the good that is already there. And The same thing when you write out checks to pay bills, put down in the memo line, thank you and bless you. Even if you're just paying your phone bill, because again, whatever you praise will grow into greater fruition and it'll help build your, build more of that prosperity consciousness for you. These are just a few tips to get you there. Just be aware and then just continue to improve in this area. And then notice how your results start to shift. It's pretty amazing how I tried this experiment when I first started in my direct sales business. I was always looking for more home parties. And I didn't really know that many people because I just left corporate America. I had really not that many friends. And I was like, what am I going to do? And I just started thanking and praising for the parties I was going to have and the people I was going to meet. And it was amazing how things would just roll across my path. And then a while after that, I tried the other experiment of, I kept saying to myself, oh, nobody wants to buy And my sales fell dramatically. Even last week I tried this, I was getting ready to have a party and I was really worried that nobody was going to come because of all the snow. I kept telling myself, no, I'm just going to keep blessing it. And I'm going to thank God for all the people who need to be here and who are going to be blessed by being here. And I just kept telling myself all week, even when the human part of me wanted to say, this sucks, the roads aren't open because we got like 36 inches of snow. I kept thinking, well, how are they going to get here? And all day I just kept rotating between that poverty and the prosperity thinking. And it ended up being a beautiful, fun time. And we had a great outcome. The quote that I wrote down for this week's episode is from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. 
Love that. I love that quote because it is so true. Depending on our mindset, we're right. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what you're going to show up in your life. If you are negative, that's exactly what you're going to manifest. And manifest, remember, is just a word for the physical appearing of something. If you're negative, you're going to show up with more negative stuff. If you're positive, more positive stuff is going to show up. It's just the way it works. It's just what we open up our mind to. Yeah. We forget to dwell in possibility. That's a quote that I actually have on my mirror. I even have it in my vehicle. It's on my phone. As adults, we can get really caught up in just producing an income, taking care of our family, that we stop learning how to dream and imagine and consider the possibilities. And the reality is you're actually a lot closer to your dreams than you will give yourself credit for. And you just need to give yourself permission in that prosperity consciousness to say the possibility is there. And it's also a good quote on those really bad, hard days. Gosh, I've been working at this for 20 years and it's not there yet. Just continue to dwell in the possibility of it. You'll find little doors that open. And yes, you have to take action and walk through it. If you don't see things as possible, you won't see a way. I agree 100%. Well, thank you so much, Karen, on enlightening us on poverty or prosperity thinking. Which do you choose? I don't know about you guys, but I am choosing prosperity. Absolutely. Every day, all day, dwell in possibility and keep your focus on prosperity in all areas, your health, your thinking, your wealth, your relationships, your dreams. It's all possible. So good. All right, everybody. Well, we look forward to hearing about what possibilities you are dwelling on and we love your feedback. Feel free to subscribe to our podcast, to leave us a review, let us know your thoughts, your ideas, give us some feedback, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Take care and dwell in possibilities. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. We hope you found value in what you heard today. Drop us a note to let us know your favorite takeaway or application from today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any episodes. While you're there, be sure to leave us a review. And as always, if you're ready to grow and advance your own God-given callings, contact Jennifer or Karen for personalized coaching. Don't let your dream go one more day without living it out.